Welcome to Waypoint, a podcast for all the little gay people who live on my phone. I'm Jules, I'm the Game Master. I'm Sanya, I play Charlotte. I'm Viola, I play Moon. And I'm Mimi, and I play Max yet again. Yes, you have returned from your short stint as Game Master. I have, and it was fun, but I think I'm ready to continue as Max now. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we, uh, to give you a slight little peek behind the curtain, uh, we haven't recorded an episode in a little bit, at least like in this whole everybody in the team constellation. Just stuff yes. came up, but it's really nice to be back. Yay. So does everybody still remember what happened last time? <laughs> yeah, mostly. Well, I listened to the episodes, to be honest. <laughs> Charlotte met Knight Rider and she had to admit that Knight Rider might have feelings as well. What? Yes. <laughs> Night Rider is actually a person. What? Night Rider is a person. Yeah, it really sucks. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, a person who uh, puts way too much on a child. Uh, I mean, not a child. I mean, not a teenager. But, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yes. And we beat question mark uh, black hole. <laughs> At least. Gave, I mean, that felt like beating. We we gave her a good enough fight that she deigned to be taken to prison. <laughs> I mean, you knocked her out. That's good. That's like solid. Yeah. So. And then Moon had... She said something creepy and then she was taken away. Yeah, just normal black hole <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah. Let's see how long she's going to stay in the in the prison. Oh, not long. It, it's kind of a voluntary thing for her, so we'll see. Just long <laughs> enough for Charlotte to um, visit her, I think. <sighs> Damn, yes. <laughs> Since the last two episodes ended the last arc... We actually have some stuff that we forgot to do. Uh, there's this whole end of session thing that we never do at the end of session, but at the end of the arc, <laughs> except for when we forget to do it at the end of the arc. Which is almost all the time. Yes, You could exactly. argue that the last episode was like an epilogue, so it's, de- it's strictly speaking at the end of the arc. Strictly speaking, we're just like one episode too late. This Not two. No, no, no. This is all on yes. purpose because we're doing it as a narrative device to, you know, recap... Um, Mm-hmm. The arc to see what our characters took from it. Yes, that's, that's perfect. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Definitely. That's the intention. That's the intention. Um, so since the last arc, uh, an unspecified amount of time has passed. Do you get the feeling that in that time you a- either grew closer to the team, uh, grew into your own image of yourself or grew away from the team? What What do you say? Let's start with Moon because Moon had the first story last time. <laughs> I've... I'm actually torn between growing into your own image of yourself and growing away from the team. Mm-hmm. Because I think, especially after the conversation Moon had with Mirror Mirror, the realization that Moon is to an extent responsible for keeping the entirety of the alien population on Earth sort of safe, that this mm-hmm. kind of instilled some responsibility and also sort of made it clear in their mind again that Moon is not human. She's not from Earth. And as such, there are some stuff that they'll just never be able to fully understand. And Mm -hmm. that's why I'm leaning towards growing away from the team. Also because I think Moon might have had a a, um, secret project that they've been working on pretty frenetically the last (laughs) few unspecified amounts of days (laughs) i i can see that growing away from the team would mean that you can take influence over you away from another character on the team yeah that's the part i'm not so sure about (laughs) i if i may say something i think that your argumentation would lean more into growing into your own image of yourself than into growing away from the team yeah that's what i'm Uh, thinking right now too (laughs) yeah because you've been working on your own stuff in that time you've also like you're exploring, you're actually like confronted with your alien identity on Earth. Yeah. Uh, that is something that does lead you, like, it does somehow lead you away from the team, but it also leads you more into, like, you know, figuring yourself out and what all of this means to you. Because in a way, Moon is, like, Moon is technically still just here as a tourist. Yeah. But there's some responsibility that comes with it that you're now uh, experiencing. So I think growing into your own image of yourself also makes sense. Yeah, I think that that actually fits better with um, where I'm thinking Moon is at right now. The other teammates have probably noticed that Moon has been um, gone from the base a lot. And 
if you ever went with them, you would notice them going into the most populated place somewhere, like a big marketplace or like sports events or just somewhere where there's a lot of people and sitting down somewhere and designing and scribbling something on their version of a tablet. <laughs> I would also ask you, uh, you talked with Mira Mira and basically promised him that you'd um, retract your statements to uh, Jessica Veritas in the interview. Uh, did Moon actually do that? Yeah, Moon did. Okay. You could just say that it was a social experiment. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a prank, bro. Yeah. It was just a prank. It Don't was just understand? a joke, you know. It was just a publicity thing. You know, Rex thought it was a good idea. Yeah, along the, I thought a lot on those lines as well. Like being like, hey, yeah. I know it's at the alien thing, but to be honest, now it feels kind of cheap and kind of cheesy and... Yeah, I don't want to start any like panic stuff. It's yeah, we're just trying to get our our team on the map and stuff like that. I'm just European. <laughs> I'm just European. <laughs> That's all it is. Uh, then you get to instead shift one label up and one label down. I think I will shift down my mundane and shift up my superior. That makes sense. So my superior is now at two and my mundane is at one. Moon can feel superior. As a little treat. <laughs> yes. That's how it goes for Moon. Uh, how does it go for Max, who was, I think, up second last episode? Yes. Yeah, I think Max definitely grew closer to the team, um, mostly Charlotte, because after the problems they've had in their relationship there, Charlotte has shown that she's reliable after all and can work in a team. And mm -hmm. the team as a whole is sort of this one solid pillar um, for the crumbling identity of Max right now. <laughs> so I think the team is very, very important to her right now. And yeah, I don't think she grew into her own image. I think it was pretty much a thing of... Oh shit, I have no image. Yeah, she doesn't know who she is. So um, yeah. That makes sense. So in that case, you get to give influence to a character and clear a condition or mark potential. I mean, it would be um, Charlotte and... Yeah, does Charlotte already have influence yes, over you? Yes, she does. Okay. I think if someone has influence and would gain it again, they can shift your labels. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, that means that Charlotte gets to shift your labels and also all of your conditions are cleared. So you just get to mark potential. Yes. All right. So Sunny okay. gets to do Yeah. That. What I think is like happening story-wise is that um, Max basically asks Charlotte what Charlotte thinks um, she is like as a person. Like what type of person and um, what type of hero. Yeah, maybe after the conversation with Transistor. Yeah, like the opinion of Charlotte, especially right now, is important. Charlotte would answer you that she thinks that you're a very responsible and caring person and that you put too much pressure on yourself, which is rich coming from Charlotte, but <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> and uh, Zani, how do you think that was expressed itself in labels uh, going up or down? Mm. Kind of feels savior huh. up. That's also what I was thinking. Yeah. I'm thinking yeah. more like what the down is. I'm thinking danger or freak. Yeah, both kind of make sense. I'm not sure if danger after like the loss of control is something that's... <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shift up savior and shift down freak. That's hilarious because I have the stats in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Th that, puts, that puts savior at a plus two and freak at a negative one. Exactly. Oh no! So Max now has two stats on negative one, two stats on plus two, and one stat on plus one. Yes, and like the stat that should be technically highest for the star, I only have it plus one. <laughs> so hold on. Yeah, but you're a good savior and very mundane. All right, uh, that's where Max is at. What about Charlotte? So my answer would also be growing closer to the team. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, you know, after the conversation with uh, Knight Rider, Charlotte knows that, like, you know, her team is the only one, like, supporting her on her way right now mm -hmm. uh, in the, you know, stuff she wants to do. She definitely didn't, like, grow into herself more because she's doubting a lot right now mm -hmm. with uh, the whole Starbolt thing and the other Starbolts she didn't know about and... 
the black hole thing and yeah that's just a lot so there's a lot of doubt right now about her identity and who she is as a person uh, and especially how Starball saw her as a person mm-hmm. um, so yeah I think she kind of finds comfort and support in the team yeah especially Max is also opening up to her yeah especially Max uh, therefore I would also give Max influence over me And I think Max actually lost influence. Yes, I did. Max so did. Yes. <laughs> I now have gained back the influence. Yay. And you got to mark potential. Yay. And everyone has influence over everyone in the team again. Yes. Harmony is restored. Imagine, Vio, if, if only you had grown closer to the team, you would have had a level up now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Teamwork's important. That's what we're learning. You're only one point of potential off. I know. I've been one point of potential away from a very important level up for quite a yeah. while now. Just keep working on that secret project. I'm sure I'm going to let you roll something eventually. Mm-hmm. Just do like a lot of dumb shit. Just do a lot of shit that requires a roll. That's just the Anything that's just that the isn't superior based um, is pretty bad or is pretty neutral right now. So so we we have a vague idea of what the Renegades did after their uh, day of uh, hard emotional conversations. <laughs> And I'm, I'm bet we just, you know, sat together uh, in the evening and watched a sad movie and cried <laughs> together. <laughs> um, and that, that would actually be the most, like, bonding-y moment that you've ever had, probably. <laughs> That's just a nice moment of team bonding. I, I really like that idea. Also, I, I'm thinking about the logistics of, like, Moon not understanding the movie because they mm-hmm. only can like literally understand what is being said and being acted through like reading your minds so yeah oh man it sounds the, wild to it's me it's the kind of thing like when you are watching with a small child and you are sitting on the sofa watching the movie and the child is sitting on the floor watching you watching the movie <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of like you're you're watching, like, you know how some streamers will, like, stream a movie and give commentary throughout? Yeah. It's like that, but you only get the commentary track. Yeah. That's the only thing, that, like, m- the only opinion that Moon can have of the movie is the opinions she gets uh, yeah. from the others. <laughs> and I feel like this would be wildly differing, yep. because Charlotte is mm. more like the type of person who enjoys the story and, you know, tries to actually do interpretation of it. And Max would just be sitting there and judge the performance. Max would be shocked that it's a movie that wasn't produced by Dream. Yeah. As, as far as, as she knows, those don't exist. Oh no, this is one of the uh, bad movies. They never movies. taught you about them. This isn't allowed in Dreamland. <laughs> you can just watch them here? Dreamland has black market Blu-rays. <laughs> You're going straight into the Dreamland vault. Uh, that's what you're getting uh, for watching a movie from outside. So did we just make it canon that there is actually like a black market person with a a guy in a trench coat like, want to watch some band movies? And it's like... <laughs> <laughs> like opening opening up the cloak and uh, pointing at a few DVD cases and you're hey, you want to watch Jack and Jill? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Do you want to watch the cultural classic Paul Blart Mall Cup 2? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the rival empire of Happy Madison Productions. All right, you ready to uh, get going into the plot of this one? Yes. Yes. The sun rises over Waypoint, Delaware. Light is refracted into a thousand beams and colors by the pink rays of the early day. Not much of it reaches Riverside, down in the shadow of the modern highway. But light isn't needed to wake the heroes inside. It had been a long week, but it was about to be a much, much longer one. With the ringing and knocking in the early hours of the morning, a visitor announces themselves. And you hear, uh, while you're probably down in the hangar for break- breakfast or something like that, uh, someone knocking at the door. Charlotte, um, can you get that? I'm, I'm busy with something. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Just in ca- um, Moon is like with their nose in a in their tablet again and thinking about a lot of complicated technical electrical stuff. Do we have like one of those things where you can look through the door? Yes, by yeah, yeah, you do. Ah, yes, thank you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> also, I just had the image in my head for some reason while I was like describing you sitting in the hangar for breakfast, of like Enoch dressed as always, but with like a kiss the cook, <laughs> <laughs> a thing around him, um, making pancakes, Apron. 
apron, right? Making pancakes. Uh, that is not what's happening, but it would be very funny. <laughs> it is what's happening nice. in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> That's and in your heart is what's true. That would be a cool <laughs> fan art. Wink, wink. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> Uh, also, there was a ringing. They're not just knocking. It's not. Uh, yeah, okay. it's not just knocking. So I'm. I mean, I'm the fastest one. So I'm gonna go yeah. and open the door. Yeah. If you if you look through first, you see that there appears to be someone in something of a superhero costume, uh, standing on the other side of the door. A superhero costume in like a forest green with a camo pattern on some parts that very much gives off like military energy and how it's cut. And uh, yeah, if you, if you open the door, you see a man standing there, like uh, with the with the rigidity and stiffness of someone who has had uh, a massive rod shoved up their ass. <laughs> and you probably recognize this person as it's like a pretty pretty well known SOS hero. Oh, uh, or like connected to the SOS hero. This is the uh, Colonel of Truth. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> You would know basic information because he's like pretty well known. He's he's an important person in the SOS, and he's essentially their like military liaison. Like he's uh, he kind of double works for the U.S. military and the SOS. I think Moon notes um, Charlotte's like shock and surprise and um, shoots a quick image of the guy to Max. Oh, I think this is an important one. Hello, is this where? The team known as he, uh, like, digs in the pockets of his costume. He has, like, cargo pants as a part of it. And uh, pulls, like, a small piece of paper out. The Renegades? Oh, come on! <laughs> <laughs> that's that's cheap. That's just cheap. Um, at least he, had, he didn't have it written on his hand or something. <laughs> <laughs> I look at him and say, it's the Renegades... Oh yeah, that makes know. a lot more sense. That's an actual actual English language word. Yeah. Yeah, it's an actually actually an English word. Yes. Good job. Um, I, I, I. Max, <laughs> All right. please step in. I'm sorry. That that just, that, that just came out. <laughs> Maybe Charlie Charlie's doesn't like feeling the sassy today. <laughs> I am here on official business, so if you could keep the sass to a minimum. That would be appreciated. This ass cannot be stopped, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I apologize, but you kind of started it. Max, please step in. (laughs) I made a little mistake. It happens. I I assumed that you had like some fancy title uh, as a fancy young one team that feels too good for the SOS. But uh, I can just leave the notes with you and be on my way again. Uh, Max walks up now and... um, (sighs) Just steps in front of Charlotte and says, uh, so how can we help you? Please come in. Uh, are you the leader of this team? Uh, yes. Finally, someone serious. All right. Uh, am I permitted to enter your abode? Of course. Please come in. I will uh, very, very fast run up to my room, get a piece of paper and write on it, kick me. And, uh, we'll... S- <laughs> Classic speedster move. <laughs> yes, and I will uh, suck it, you know, on his back, as you do. I'm thinking of, yeah, I, I'll make that and unleash your powers. I'll directly engage the thread. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll say unleash your powers because this is uh, this is very much something that, uh, like, he's a seasoned superhero. That's something he could notice. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I'm sorry, I woke up today and chose chaos. Overcome the <laughs> obstacle of his finely tuned combat senses. Oh, it's oh no! Um, oh wait, I I um, it is still a seven. Okay, that's a partial success. So, on a seven to nine, marker condition of the GM will tell you how the effect is unstable or temporary. I'd I'd say that's up to you. <laughs> is it uh, unstable or temporary, or do you mark a condition? Um, unstable or temporary. <laughs> It falls right. down on his way out <laughs> and he notices it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, so I'll say, as far as you can tell, it works. Okay. And you feel very smug and cool about it. <laughs> yes, thanks <laughs> to move. In the meanwhile, Max takes the colonel inside. 
Yes. So, Sunny, if you had insecure um, still marked, then uh, doing a foolhardy action would that would definitely be cured <laughs> now. <laughs> yes. yes. Because that was yes. the definition of a foolhardy action if I've ever seen one. <laughs> Alternatively, you could also mark the angry condition because that is kind of what inspired this. <laughs> No, it's just, uh, it's unstable or temporary. It's just chaos. That's perfect. Yes, it's just chaos. Okay, so uh, the colonel is being led inside and takes a seat on one of your fold-out chairs with with still the same uh, posture that he's had as he stood in front of the door. His costume also features a hat, which he's now taking off and placing in his lap. Very proper. And you can see a military buzz cut under it. He very much looks more like military personnel than a superhero, even if he's wearing a superhero costume. I think Moon comes over now, still munching on a pickle, and I would like a vibe check on the Colonel of Truth. Uh, you get steely, powerful patriotism. <laughs> <laughs> you get uh, the determination of a man who has never felt like he had to have a thought of his own. Okay. That's a strong vibe. Uh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And his his biggest opponent is Major Crime. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, Major that is important. <laughs> Major Crime is such a good name. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he sits down and pulls out of one of his many pockets a small folder that he opens up. And as you see the front page, you see that a photograph has been pinned to it that shows... The Alpha Gamer. Oh! Whom you have oh, right, apprehended. <laughs> yeah, you've apprehended at the beginning of the last arc. And then never really checked up on because you were too busy. Yeah, some we, we we did find out just before uh, Stubble 2 showed up and knocked him unconscious that someone like sort of put him up to attacking us or like provoked him into it. So someone has their fingerprints over this. Yeah. Uh, and he pulls that out and like flips through it and says, you apprehended, wait, I'm going to look up if I actually gave the alpha name or like a person name. <laughs> uh, he he flips through the papers and says, you have apprehended uh, Jeb Kalinsky, uh, also known as the, says alpha gamer here. Yes, I remember mm. the guy. Yeah, that's what he called himself. Yeah, he... Uh, First-time offender, we, uh, not, not we, but some people interviewed him. And uh, apparently he voiced negativity uh, towards you <laughs> that goes further than being apprehended by you. We just wanted to check up with you because he has uh, implied a certain vengeance against you, but also he hasn't actually caused enough damage for us to hold him. He, he's out on parole. He attacked a bunch of of journalists on their way out without any provocation. They were they were absolutely innocent civilians. Doesn't he get like I don't know hurting people bad kind of He can't just do that, right? It's called prison moon. If it were up to me, we would execute his kind, like all of them. But that is not that is not how uh, things are done here. Waypoint is a city full of heroes and villains, and if we arrested and brought to jail everyone who attacked a single journalist, then our jails would be even fuller than they already are. Okay, so this guy is less Captain America, more peacemaker. Understood. <laughs> so you're here to give us a heads up in case he comes back, I assume. Yes, that is mainly the thing. We wanted to inform you about the topic and wanted to ask you if you knew anything beyond that uh, in case he becomes a problem again. Moon shoots a quick thought at Max and Charlotte. Should, should we tell them what I found out when I, when I got a glimpse at his mind? Someone pushed him to this. I, I don't know who and I don't know why, but... This wasn't just him snapping all of a sudden. This was someone deliberately pushing him. Max thinks back. Uh, so I think giving this information right now might be useful for us in case they know something. I mean, they do have a lot more resources than we do. You're the leader. Your decision. Charlotte? I, I would actually agree with you. I mean, we don't lose anything by telling them, so... We can only gain some information. Yeah, so um, one of our team members is actually a telepath. So Moon waves. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, they actually picked up on the fact that he seemed to be egged on by someone in the background. It wasn't his idea. Mm, that does match up with something he said to us in the interview. He's still flipping through the pages. He didn't personally conduct the interview, but he's looking through the transcripts right now. He said something about uh, hearing about you originally on a podcast. Oh, that damn podcast. It seems like all of Waypoint listened to that. He said that uh, he listens to something called the Superhero Forecast by a Mr. Brad Raker, who has apparently recently um, been rather negative on your team uh, since you at multiple occasions denied him the chance at an interview and then took one with the former rival of his. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm sure he didn't like that. That might be something to also keep an eye on. Uh, we're not here to police what a podcast can say or cannot say, but uh, if other people become involved in that, you might want to make a case. He's slandering us. I'm okay, but well, I'm not a lawyer type, <laughs> but no. Uh, Could we get a copy of that interview? Uh, no, that is classified information. Uh, but you can request excerpts. All right. Uh, I assume there's some sort of process for that. Also, yes. didn't he just uh, say he said something like that and then refused to say anything about what he actually said? Man, who is this guy? You might be the people who arrested this man, but uh, he was questioned by the legal authorities uh, on that topic. But we, as the injured party, don't we have a right to know about his motives since we have to protect ourselves from him in the future since you are doing nothing about it? I have just informed you about his motives, and I'm not saying we're not doing anything about it. He did go through uh, the legal process, which is how he ultimately got out on parole. Yeah, but if someone is pulling the strings behind the scenes, then that is something that directly affects us and that we should be informed about. As I said, you can request further information if you want to. As, a, as superheroes, that is also fully within your right. Just go to the Office of Superhero Human Affairs uh, and request all the information you need. Of course, I mean, due process is very important. Guys, remember how I fled my planet because I hate bureaucracy and this entire <laughs> bullshit? Um, Max <laughs> actually shoots you um, a quick thought of try to see what you can catch from his thoughts, what's actually in that interview. Ooh, good thinking. Yes. <laughs> I mean, he's looking at it right now. So like what he is reading should be pretty much on the forefront of his mind. Jules, mm -hmm. can I see if I can get something? I will tell you that you can get something if you roll for that. Okay. Uh, then try to unleash your powers. Yeah, like extend my senses. Extend your senses, yes. I mean, if Moon could actually read English, then this probably wouldn't be that much of a problem. But since they have to <laughs> read his interpretation of the words he is seeing, mm -hmm. this uh, yeah could get more complicated. Okay, this is a, a big spectrum of numbers. It's a one and a six. It's a seven uh, plus nothing. So it's a seven. A solid seven. Uh, that is, you mark a condition or the effect is unstable or temporary. What do you say? Hmm. I think unstable and temporary is, is funnier. <laughs> Either he notices me or I just don't get everything I want. Okay, uh, we, we can say that. I mean, to be fair, I, I did out Moon as a telepath earlier, so yeah. <laughs> he might be on guard. And he is yeah. a, someone from the SOS. He definitely he probably has, like, training. I'd say you get, like, some information. Uh, you, you go into his mind and it's, like, it's a much more regimented mind than you're used to. He doesn't seem to have, like, active protection against telepaths. But it's just, like, trying to find find information in, in li a library-sized office space. Uh, it's just really hard to find even what his current thoughts are. Uh, a very different mind to uh, what you're experiencing, usually. So you kind of get, like... It, you, you metaphorically open open up a lot of cupboards and check what's inside and you do get some useful information you figure out that actually a lot of the interview was him not only talking about you but bringing up a lot of other stuff from the podcast and how it shapes his way of thinking and you only basically having listened to that one episode that gave you your name, essentially, get now a bit more information on the podcast just being, like, full of conspiracy bullshit. Conspiracies about who controls the superheroics in the city, 
like how everything is secretly funded by the corporate council uh from like ground level crime to the SOS a lot of a lot of wild shit and he apparently rambled a lot about that and that's what most of the interview was while you get that information which is somewhat useful but also very chaotic it's kind of like you have something in the back of your mind the entire time because there's uh like because you have to check so much so you like get uh loud renditions of the american national anthem <laughs> just playing uh, on a loop in like, his mind <laughs> yeah exactly you get like dramatic movie scenes yeah just, uh, just that he a, envisions a himself eagle in. flying through and cawing like you get the uh, american flag metaphorically shoved into your eyes <laughs> uh yeah it's 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 like uh, it's a lot like you you feel like you're getting a slight headache at all of this moon retreats from his mind and thinks to the others man i do not like being inside that brain that is like the uh, if a warehouse full of american flags exploded it would still pale in comparison to his mind but <laughs> apparently brad raker's podcast is a, a lot more controversial let's say uh, than we thought so it might just be him sprouting conspiracy theories about the entire superhero organization that that caused that guy to attack us well if you don't have any further questions for me personally that i can't answer i would then leave uh, i still have a lot to do of course you must be a very busy man Yes, I have lunch with the mayor in half an hour. Thank you so much for taking the time to come to us and I hope we'll work together again in the future. Uh, I don't see that being a thing uh, since you turned down the SOS. Either way, he puts his hat back <laughs> on his head. I salute uh, to him. Moon waves. <laughs> he uh, raises uh, an eyebrow in a sense of, should I salute back or is she making fun of me? <laughs> And as you see him leaving, you see that the kick me sign is gone and rests on his chair. Ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> so sad. That would have been funny if you met the mayor. <laughs> yeah, that would have been great. <laughs> it would, it would. Uh, his, his superpowers, by the way, which you would know from like having heard about him before, is that he has a very tough skin, literally. Uh, he is pretty... Uh, his skin is indestructible, basically. Is he a military project? Probably, who knows? Right? You know, they don't uh, they don't openly talk about that. Also, who is the mayor of Waypoint? Um, you would know you would know him. Uh, let me see. He he's in here. Uh, his name is Alan Whiff, the mayor of Waypoint, who is always selected by the corporate council. A whiff of okay. smoke. Yeah, like that. Uh, a fart. Yeah. Either <laughs> either of that. So, um, how long has he been mayor? I assume probably a long time. The corporate council of Waypoint is is basically like the leaders of the biggest mm -hmm. industries in Waypoint. And he is one of them. Uh, they usually re-vote every four years. Uh, but he has been in power for 12 election cycles, uh, <laughs> for like three election cycles now, so 12 years. Um, and he is also the CEO of United States Glass and Steel, which is one of the bigger, like corporations in in waypoint who basically like build most of the skyscrapers us gas yes not as good as the uvu bank but still pretty good yeah it's just it's just us gas and his name is Whiff. Uh, he... <laughs> yes uh, <laughs> yeah uh and he's mainly so popular because he's the person who uh, started the highway project mm. so because of him there is now like car access in the city interesting Uh, is Rex still with us? Because he was staying um, at our HQ, I think. I'm going to say Rex is probably not here right yeah. now because he's probably making preparations for the meeting later. Yeah. Rex could come by now, uh, unless you want to do like a bit more of the scene. Um, I would actually like to do something. Yeah, sure. Charlotte turns to uh, Moon and asks her in her thoughts... So, you know, when you listen to podcasts that you can speed them up uh, and it's usually like, you know, one and a half times faster or two times faster, something like that. Could you like maybe make something that makes me able to listen to it like in, in super speed? Yeah, sure. Um, Ship, can you make a playlist of the uh, how many episodes back do you want to go? Um, how many episodes are there in that podcast? 
Uh, the podcast is currently at 583 episodes. Oh, Jesus. We should probably so, start um, with the last year or something. Yeah, yeah maybe maybe the last year. That, that's a good idea. Um, and then, Chip, could you compress the uh, um, audio speed to like uh, a thousand times? What's... I assume we have probably like figured out how fast Charlotte can go and, and speed read and stuff like that just just for funsies. Yeah, yeah I don't want to yeah. settle on a number yeah. here, but I'm yeah. going to say, can yeah, you, you know what the number can is. Can you um, increase the playback speed to um, to Charlotte's reading speed uh, or listening speed and then... Speed listening, another yeah. part of speed reading. <laughs> that power is so useful. <laughs> for podcasts, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, I can actually, you know, figure out what kind of conspiracy theories and stuff like that they talk about and also what they say about us you know charlotte like in a few minutes punches the last year of conspiracy shit into her brain and comes out like y'all did you know that lizard people live in the sewers (laughs) insane the mayor actually is he's not a full lizard people but but she's like um a a lizard hybrid oh man the mayor like you thought he was just bad because he's the ceo of a corporation that literally owns a good chunk of the city but no it's so much worse he's one of the bad ones he's one of the (laughs) bad people He's a werewolf. I, I also think it's just really funny that Charlotte is like, hey, Moon, can you somehow find a way to make all of this go faster? Yeah, yeah, sure. Hey, Ship, can you find a way to make all of this go faster? I mean, come on. That's... Ship going like, hey, ants, can you make this go faster? <laughs> yeah, uh, that definitely that definitely is an option. The stuff can be... Uh, like, the ship probably needs a little bit of time to, like, render that. Yeah. Especially because there has to be, like... I, I'm assuming that you have to convert some file types for this to uh, run on whatever the processor of the ship is. It's like, is. what is this primitive ones and zeros? Yeah. I work with quantum mechanics. The ship il- runs on emotions, not on thoughts. It's, it's, a, it's a very different technology. Also... Max, I don't know much about like the internal structure of the SOS, but is it normal that like one of the high-ranking people comes to us just to say, "Hey, we did an interview with a guy. You can you can request that by." They could have. Why did they send someone so important if they just could have sent us an email? I don't think "normal" applies to us when Night Rider has literally been here. Yeah, fair enough. It does seem like a bit unusual that someone high-ranking would come by for that. Hashtag, uh, this meeting could have been an email. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. There could be there could be quite a lot of reasons for that. Maybe they just... Maybe he personally just wanted to see, hey, this team that's put in itself directly in opposition to the SOS, uh, maybe I'll check them out. So what I'm getting is this Brad Raker guy, he's so upset that we didn't give him an interview that he's just straight up spreading lies about us we we have to do something about that you think people would do that yeah on the internet internet spreading lies lies? moon i'm sorry that i have to tell you that but that's what people do but it's so obvious that they're not like how can anyone believe that demonstratively we have done nothing but saving people and doing what we can to help the community like what 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 could we have possibly done that would cause cause someone like the alpha gamer to attack us? What has he God. said in those interviews? I constantly regret naming him that, but I also love it. <laughs> <laughs> Every time someone says the alpha gamer, I'm like, oh God, yes, yes, that is what he's called, huh? <laughs> Listen, they're just upset people looking for targets and the podcast provides them. Mm. But why us? Like, we're superheroes. You know... Today it's us, tomorrow it's someone else. It's just the way it is, I guess. And as you talk about that, you hear a key in the door uh, and it opens up and Rex is coming in, looking around and very quickly spotting you. Ah, nice. All right. You're all here already. You ready to head out for the meeting? Yes, we are. But you'll never guess who just paid us a visit. Night Rider again? I don't think it can get much weirder than that. Oh, you, you won't believe this, Rex. And Moon sends him an image of the <laughs> of, of the Colonel. Oh, it's uh, Colonel... Uh, what's it? Uh, Colonel Sanders or whatever. Exactly. <laughs> the, the, the SOS military guy. Yep. Yeah, exactly. It was him. Yeah, yeah, I heard about him. Gets into diplomatic trouble with Dreamland all the time. Oh, uh, you can imagine. <laughs> Yeah, he's really pro uh, superheroes as military. The SOS has been kind of against that uh, in the past. 
It's just Dreamland really doesn't want any other countries to use superheroes for military. Not that Dreamland ever does military action or anything like that out in the open. <laughs> Officially, okay. Dreamland doesn't have a military. Right. All right. Uh, you ready to head out and meet with some religious weirdos? <laughs> um, I guess. I mean, how do you prepare for something like that? That's true. So the bus should head out in five minutes. We better get going. Yeah, I'm just gonna tell Enoch real quick um, that he should put in a request for us. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm gonna wait outside. Moon goes over to ship and like um, hugs hugs the hull a bit. I promise, one day I'll get you out there again. But right now it's just too dangerous. There are so many anti-air missiles, you you can't even believe it. But I promise, baby, we, we're gonna fly again soon. Either way, I'm alright. I can wait here and spend some time doing the things I love, like processing data. And looking at ants. <laughs> and looking at ants. <laughs> and also, when I say that I'm doing things I love, I mean I'm doing things that I was programmed to do because I do not feel emotion. Yes, sure. <laughs> affectionate, um, affectionate sarcasm there. Pet, pet. <laughs> and the uh, ship also radiates... Uh, completely non-emotional affection back <laughs> uh, and you can you can leave and also Enoch does say yeah sure I'll it's I'll just so that. sad with this uh, uh, Enoch is have... our red tape guy uh, and Enoch's also gonna ask you so uh, I heard you had a me have a meeting today what do you have planned yeah well we're gonna meet up you know do some networking maybe mm. find out who's actually been targeting us or what we can do against them ah this um uh, Monopoly, something like yes. that. Yes, that guy that is not yeah. wearing a monocle. Yeah, um, good luck on that. Uh, you you got a profiler or something, uh, a poker-themed superhero who can help you with the board game stuff. Something like that. We'll let you know what we got. Yeah, yeah. Um, All right, good luck Witch then. Witchfinder's Legion, psychological <laughs> profiler. It's 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 the same. <laughs> uh, do you actually bring up the Witchfinder's Legion? I don't think we have told him. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's just uh, a guy yeah. with like a lot of magical runes on his arm. I sure he has. I'm sure he has nothing to do with a anti. <laughs> I'm sure he has nothing to um, say on um, that organization. No, you don't have to talk to him about it. I definitely don't have anything prepared for uh, what he could talk to you about that whole thing. All right. Yeah, uh, you can head out. Uh, Enoch's gonna handle whatever the paperwork is this time. Uh, so we have this mysterious guy with an arm full of magic, a form, <laughs> a, a superhero base that he just has lying around. He has definitely been in the superhero business earlier. He knows what the SOS is like. And we are using him to do our dirty paperwork. <laughs> and that is That's just what it comes all. down to. That's just what it comes down to. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. All I right, guess so you take the bus. He just passed yeah. us by. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going anywhere. Uh, you you take the bus to downtown, pretty pretty close to uh, where the SOS headquarters is. The bus actually stops right at the building that you're headed to, which is a large skyscraper made of steel and glass, as as most of the city is, which comes down to like um, a pointed top. It kind of seems like a, a very modern interpretation of a church tower. And it has a name, like, embossed at the top, like, in large letters. Uh, it says the name Leibwork at the top Wh there. What does it say? Leibwerk. Uh, L-I-E-B-W-E-R-K. Uh, German pronunciation Liebwerk. Hmm. And you do know that, uh, like, Rex would tell you that on the way. Uh, this is the Leibwerk building. It's like an old TV production building. But it's also uh, the headquarters of the Witchfinders Legion, and it has the the uh, the casual name. People call it the Chapel. Multi-use building. <laughs> yeah, many floors. You gotta use them. Okay, so do we just walk in? Is there a receptionist or something? Yeah, we have a we have an appointment. We just gotta go to the receptionist. I was here earlier today. Uh, Rex looks up. Ugh, kind of weird. G can't get around that. Why? It's just like, like people call it the chapel. It's like, it used to be like this televangelist broadcasting thing. I don't know. I mean, we can hardly talk. We're basically living in a warehouse. I mean, I guess. Anyways, like, yeah, they're, they're, they're big names. So, uh, I guess, I guess they can have a skyscraper. Anyways, uh, let's, let's banish. Let's all just banish all the negative thoughts out of our minds. They're not going to be great for the, for the meeting. 
Uh, let's go in with the most positive attitude. Maybe they can help us. They've 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 apparently like rid the city of magic users, so maybe one more isn't a problem. Rex, you do know that I'm a telepath. You did not vanish all your thoughts. In fact, they are still not yet. But I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a little meditation break once we're in there. Do some mindfulness. I'm gonna get them all out. I'm sure uh, it worked so far. They're just people. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they're just people. Yes. Let's go. Uh, we're they're they're waiting for us. Moon shoots a, a thought at Max. What's going on with him? He's like super tense. I assume he just doesn't like magic. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair enough. And you make your way into the large skyscraper. And I'll say that's where we end this episode. <laughs> hey! Yeah, we're gonna starting off a new arc. Yeah, I we're mean, just gonna go talk to another pair of definitely not fanatics in their belief in uh, what is right in the world. I mean, it's kind of fitting no, that we have them for like the October stuff. Hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, this is this is uh, in case that hasn't come through all that much yet. This is kind of like a magic arc. Ooh, like very the, spooky. the whole magical element of the Waypoint world comes in a little bit more. Ooh. I'm really look, looking forward to their reaction to Moon. No, I know I'm a red person who only can read your minds and does weird um, rituals to talk to an entity that is the Earth, but I swear I'm not a witch. And mental manipulation and stuff like I'm I'm fine. Okay, what are you then? Uh, not an alien. <laughs> Listen, Definitely not an not alien. The most important question is how many <laughs> nipples do you have? Ooh. Any? Zero? <laughs> Zero. <laughs> Fifteen, but they're all on the back. <laughs> that, and they're used for telepathic communication. That, but that seems a bit inconvenient <laughs> for feeding children. They just... <laughs> They just no, they don't do that. Yeah. They don't do that. Uh, they're just, okay. They're just similar enough to nipples that we'd call them that. Okay. Uh, but they're very Even different. Even on Earth, having nipples is actually the minority. That's why the question is here. I mean, also like lizard people don't need to have nipples, but people do it because they think it's hot. So <laughs> let's not. <laughs> you know, you never know. Let's let's stop at these spoopy magic stuff and do not get into further fairy territory, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay perfect yeah that works that works uh anyways we'll 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 hear from y'all again in two weeks um until then if you want to contact us and tell us hey i think for your magic arc uh you should do wizards uh if if you have this very specific inquiry for us you can reach us at waypoint pod on twitter on tumblr on instagram too on tiktok or you can write us an email at waypoint here uh, waypoint heroes at gmail.com uh, you can definitely contact us the easiest on twitter because we're the most act active there uh, but we're available on all platforms and do do y'all have anything to plug this week um so i guess if you want to read free comics made by dc then you could go to webtoon they have a few like oh, satana yeah. and the ripper nyc vixen um the Wayne family adventures and also one mm -hmm. about Red Hood. I'm actually up to date on Wayne family adventures and Zatanna and the Ripper, I think, unless they had like a new release in the last few days. Um, I don't think so. I think they are like middle of the week. Anyway, I I'm also up to date mm, and they're pretty good. <laughs> and yeah, they're, they're pretty good. I I'm enjoying the ones I'm I've read so far, at least. Um, I have started a Korean a drama that is called The Devil Judge and it's really, really good. It takes place in like a dystopian Korea and they have like public trials and stuff and like stuff escalates a lot and there's a lot of scheming and it's, it's very clever actually. It's very cleverly written and uh, keeps you on your toes. So I can recommend that. That sounds cool. That's that's something very different. But I uh, have been playing a lot of Xenoblade Chronicles 3 recently, <laughs> which is, as the name suggests, the third game in the main series. There's also another one called Xenoblade Chronicles X, which is only available on Wii U so far. I have no idea why they haven't ported it to Switch yet, like every other game. But I've been enjoying it quite a lot. Uh, it's, in my opinion, closer to the first game of the series than to the second game of the series, in case anyone cares about that. The first game of the series is one of my favorites of all time, so I'm quite happy with that. 
That's nice. Uh, so if you're into really, really long JRPGs, the game is for you. I'm currently like, I think, 70 hours or so Neat. in, and I don't feel like I'm close to the end. Oh, that's cool. I need to try that. Yeah, they have like common themes usually of like identity, free will, what it means to be human. That's like between all the games. They take like place in very different worlds with some common world design elements and some common thematic elements. And I recommend them. They're pretty cool. Okay. I have not done much uh, in the way of gaming or reading or watching lately. I'm, I'm, I've got a new job and I'm moving to uh, the downstairs flat. The, this is the, the biggest move I've ever done. It's like three meters <laughs> of height difference. Well, you have watched BBC Ghosts. Yes. Yes, actually. Yeah. If you guys want some wholesome, funny sitcom about a bunch of ghosts being stuck in a house and they are all very British, uh, that's that's BBC's Ghosts. Go watch it. It's It's a lot of fun. And you will hate that and or love fun. every one of the characters at different points in time. That's true. <laughs> and talking about uh, loving, not hating, I hope, we have an original theme song by Persky. You can find him on I'm Persky on Bandcamp, um, who has done our theme tune graciously and a lot of the incidental music too. We might also have other incidental music in this episode. I am not sure yet. I have not edited it so far. I'll I'll let you know in the description uh, of the podcast episode if I do. I think that's basically everything done. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts or on anything else that you can review our podcast on, uh, please do so. Uh, I hear that that's very good for us. And I've noticed that the few times that people have actually done something like that, there were a few more listens that came in. So it matters. Uh, you just giving like a positive opinion or like any opinion on our <laughs> podcast. I hope it's positive. Uh, very much better. If, if you're here in like, what is this? Episode 21 or something. I hope you like it. Otherwise, <laughs> I must commend you for your dedication to like spending time on something you hate. <laughs> that's true at that point you must be like a close friend or family member who's really dedicated but I, I, I very much respect it either way uh, anyways like we could really use reviews if you want to review us there we're giving you two weeks time to write those reviews because that's when we'll be back for the next episode of this new arc of waypoint and until then bye bye, bye. bye.